1: So, everybody, welcome, welcome to Wednesday at 10 Pacific time, and whatever time it is, wherever you are, I welcome everyone. Thank you for those who tune in live, and I see my sort of honorary um, co-host that tunes in quite a bit. Robin is on the line. Hello, Robin. Anyway, I am always excited to have Wednesday come, and we have a good show planned for the day. I'm sure you will enjoy it and get a lot out of it. Now, the show is two hours now, so and I try to leave room for people to call in. The one hour I had for a few weeks just seemed a little crowded, and if two people called in, I couldn't get to the second caller. So I now have expanded the time. If, a second, so if the callers don't call in or I only have one caller, I may or may not extend it for two full hours. But in any case, um, I have it available should I need it. Now, calling in number, if you're able to listen live, is... 646-668-8565. That's 646-668-8565. So I do encourage anyone to call in who, who is not at work and bring me something to help you with, to heal for you, because I'm absolutely here for all of you. And all the listeners benefit from any healing I do online because we all have such similar patterns, similar building blocks to our patterns we manifest them in our own unique way we have different intensities different degrees of issues but we all have everything really so if you are listening and i'm doing a healing on another individual please do the same healing on yourself and if for some tiny weenie beanie Minuscule chance you don't have something that you're trying to release because I'm doing it for another individual no biggie it just won't be released because you don't have it so there's no way that the healing can't benefit you there's no harm no foul nothing so I see I do have a someone who has called in terrific with a question mark and the number ending 2254 and I will get to you in just uh, a minute or two so hold on for a sec um Anyway, for those who are unable to call or you have a friend that you'd like to listen to the show but they're unable to call, they're at work or whatever, please let them know that if they want me to do a healing online, that I will. They just need to email me at Janet at JanetRichmond.com. JanetRichmond.com is my website. There's a ton of free stuff on there, a lot of archived radio shows from two-plus years of doing it. A lot of healings that, that anybody and everyone can, take, um, can do for themselves. And I, if I, as I've said before, people who only listen to my radio show have written me saying how much help they've gotten, how much their lives have shifted and changed for the better. So it really does work, guys, because we, we do carry so many generic issues where we all have them uh, to some degree. Now, last week, I, I just want to mention in order to encourage those of you who are a little nervous about writing in, well, how could she do it when I'm not listening? And Anyway, she, this caller, Denise, she wrote me an email, and she couldn't tune in, so last week I did a healing on her. She said she had curvature of the spine, and she would get terrible back pain if she were Sitting on a chair that wasn't comfortable, and she just started a new job, and there was not that much opportunity for comfortable chairs, and she was worried about it, so I did the healing on her, removed a lot of stuff from the back, um, and toward the end of the healing, I, I was doing a lot of clearing and empowering, which is also part of the healing, and I saw there was an issue with her legs, and I had a symbol of her... Anyway, I don't want to go over it. You can listen to last week's show to really get the healing. But at some point, she was trying to stand up, and her legs were really shaky, and, and they weren't strong, and they were just, you know, shaky. Well, she wrote me this email to give me the feedback for the healing that she heard after the fact, because she was at work. She couldn't hear it until after the fact. But she, she said I could share it with those of you on the show so that you can really understand that even though you may not be listening, the healing is going to help anyway. Even if you never listen to it, it's going to help because I heal people at a distance that don't know I'm doing the healing on them and there is, there are shifts, there are good results. Not always immediately huge, but trust me, you don't even have to listen to it. If you listen to it, there's more power to the conscious understanding. But anyway, she wrote, such a pleasure to receive a healing from you. Please share my results with the listeners. I was in the orientation for my new job all last week, and all the chairs in the room were not comfortable. Without your healing, I believe I would have experienced a high level of pain. The day after the healing on your radio show, I sat in orientation for nine hours straight and experienced very little back discomfort. Normally, I would have had severe shooting pain. So that's a really good result, guys. She goes on to say, you also mentioned seeing some issues with my legs, and I often experience restless leg syndrome. Well, I didn't know she had restless leg syndrome, but I did see the shaky legs, and restless leg syndrome happens to be the way that pattern was manifesting in her life. And I picked it up, uh, fortunately, um, when I was doing the healing, I didn't know how it was manifesting. I just picked up the pattern of the shaky legs. And... She said, during the healing, my legs were feeling bad, and afterward, they felt fine. I sincerely believe that I did a lot of releasing of physical and energetic issues, and she says she's going to continue to replay the healing and release even more. So there you have it. Please email me again, Janet at JanetRichmond.com, or call in if you're able to. Again, the number is 646-668-8565. Okay, now I am going to pick up caller uh with a question ending at two two five four. I'm gonna put your mic on, just give it a second to get back. Hello. Hi. Hi.
0: Hi, Janet. Hi. Who's who's calling? Hi, my name is Alexandra. Oh, hi Alexandra. I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, wonderful. I just want to thank you so much for your shows. It's helped me tremendously. I first time uh started listening in November two thousand twelve. Oh wow. And I've been doing it I got um, introduced to your show through Shali show.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: <laughs> yes. And since then I've been listening and doing the exercises almost every day. And I manifest good um, place of residence and better jobs. And thank you so much. Yeah.
2: I just want to thank you
0: for sharing your life and sharing your struggles because it kept me going when you were saying (laughs) that, yeah, when you were screaming in the bathroom and (laughs) wanted to give up. When I was listening to this, it's – I mean, every day I listen to different shows, and, you know, it just kept me going, kept me going, because you've been through, and you made it, and it just, it's been so wonderful. Thank you so much. It's such an encouragement.
1: Oh, I, well, I really thank you for calling in and sharing your experience with the listeners, because it really helps, you know, some people hear the words, but it's hard to, hard to know unless they hear directly from Somebody like you, so I thank you, and I'm so glad you found me. <laughs> and the, you know, <laughs> it's been helping. Do you have a Do you have an issue for today? Um, I can yes, de-
0: please. I I work on myself, uh, you know, the, um, about the job and about my um, you know, different type of fears. But after divorce, it was um, I manifested it's not such a good relationships. It wasn't stable and. People that came into my life wasn't ready to establish um, lasting relationships, and I need your help with this. Okay. You know, bring a life partner who would love to grow with me and establish nice family.
1: Well, I love that idea. I absolutely love that idea and. Before I start, I just want to say that I'm in a very similar situation. Finding a life partner has not happened for me yet either. And I brought in relationships that were not, um, you know, not the perfect one. You knew it wasn't going to be the life partner. But one of the things we can do with people like that in our lives is that we can, what I discovered was that there was some issue or several issues actually many issues as it turned out over time i didn't realize at the time that the the person who came in brought to my attention about me and then i would start to work on neutralizing those issues those patterns and and everybody is different so i i can't say what years might have been but let me see if i can give you an example like there was one person who was just not able to commit. He, he just kind of held me at arm's length. And I went in and discovered, guess what? I have an issue with commitment. Was it conscious? No. <laughs> it was really old and really deep. But I mm-hmm. started to look, and you often hear people say, they often what the people in our lives are like mirrors. So if, you, if there's an issue or there's a, uh, not always though, that's, a, that's an overgeneralization at times, but that's one way to start approaching it. If there's something you see in the other person, you can go in and even though you don't feel you have it, just neutralize it for yourself. Like, for example, that commitment thing. And sometimes, too, when they trigger our buttons, let's say they do something that upsets us or hurts us in some way, you can work on that. And I found that I have... I so appreciate the, the couple, three men that have come into my life that haven't been right because I feel I've grown to the point where now I really am ready to get that relationship that's really what I want, you know, the balance, the equality, the, you know, all of that. Now I haven't gotten it yet, so I wish I could say, and I got it. But I do know that internally I am so much more at peace. I'm so much more comfortable with myself and the whole idea of that relationship. And I have total, I'm, I'm totally sure that I will find this person. So, and I know that because I've done a lot of releases, the relationship will be coming in at a higher level than if I had just taken that first one and made it work in some way, which it sounds like you're not a that mind either you're not going to just try to make it work because at least it's somebody in your life is that right
0: yes yes and you're right about partners with the issues because i work on the issues um i attracted partners who did not have a job okay any job and i work on my issues now i got the job (laughs) (laughs) financial financial situation is more stable but I would like to be number one in my partner's life, and I would like to total honesty that's what I'm looking yeah. for
1: really open them
0: honesty and ease Yes,
1: sounds great, and uh, so again, if that's what you want, work on it for yourself as if. You know, I'm sure that you think of yourself as being completely honest because we do. We think that about ourselves. But it doesn't mean that there haven't been lifetimes where literally we've had to be deceitful simply to stay alive or to keep our families alive or to put food on the table. And so the whole dishonesty, deceit pattern, we've carried from somewhere. So that you could work on. But let me go in and see what else. We can, we can work on it. And, um, and in fact, just so you know, your relationships across the board will improve as we work on the significant other. Um, all relationships will improve because, you know, with bosses, with coworkers, with clients, with whomever, with friends and acquaintances, family, because that's how it works and and that's the benefit too which is so great we work on one issue but the same things that are playing out through that issue would be playing out through all of our relationships even though we might not think of it like that so that's also a good thing and um so those so i mentioned that so that my callers uh, my listeners will be encouraged to also do the healing on themselves as i am doing it on alexandra because even if you have a perfect, significant other relationship, there could be issues in in other parts of your life with other people. So, um, this unit? Yes, yes.
0: I'm sorry. Yes, may I say something else? Sure. Um, For the last month, I've been um, at my work, my boss been criticizing me. I mean, it was a horrible situation. I was almost quitting and then I, I've heard a show, like two weeks ago, no, I think on um, April 9th or 19th, about the boss situation. Oh, okay. So I started, yes, I started working on it since then, and I could not believe what happened. For the last two months, I've been only criticized, chastised. I mean, i never been, it's never been in any, I mean, there's no boss in my life ever done this to me. Not even my husband, ex-husband. But the deal is, it's like out of the blue, and I was in shock. But since I started working on the issues with boss on your show, I, I think it's April nine. I don't remember. Last week, he gave me three compliments. Oh, my goodness. Yay. I was like, I was like hold on, hold on, please. Let me look out the window if it's not snowing. <laughs> you know, that, that was shocking to me. And I just wanted to. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your shows. It's helping. It's helping in my life.
1: Oh, you know, I thank you for the feedback because, again, the the listeners will benefit. Um, I'm really here for all of you because it's just done wonders in my life. And I've seen it do wonders in other people's lives. But it is so helpful for the listeners to hear somebody that's not me saying, you know what, this is great you know this is happening this is shifting and i'm so glad terrific so so you and your boss are on better um (laughs) footing now. yes
0: wonderful
1: okay so why don't we get started um since you've been listening you you know pretty much how it goes so i'm going to put you on mute and when i'm finished the healing i'll put the mic back on okay so if you have any questions or comments you can, um, you know, we can talk some more. All righty. Thank you. Okay. okay. All right. So I'm going to be doing the healing for Alexandra, but I want all the listeners, whether you're live or listening to an archive show, to just follow along and do exactly what yourself, what I am leading Alexandra through. And it's really in that way, you can be an active participant in your own healing. It doesn't, it, doesn't, um, it doesn't take too much just to follow along. If I find a pattern for her of, I, I'm making this up of anger, say, and I'm totally making that up, the, just release your own anger, even if you don't think of yourself as an angry person. It's because I'm digging and dealing with long-term soul journey from eons of lifetimes we've all had and we don't remember how we were or who we were in those other lifetimes we don't know what we went through and so there's going to be a lot of things whether for Alexandra or for yourself that you don't necessarily relate to some things you will clearly but other things you go I'm not sure but just do it anyway okay and You'd be surprised you, if you're someone, you don't have to sense anything, you don't have to feel anything, you don't have to see psychically anything, but if you just do it, it's going to help. And if you do sense things, you're, you're going to see, even though, hey, I never thought I was an angry person, but look at all this anger coming out. Well, trust me, I don't think of myself as an angry person, but I found a lot of anger in there, and so much of it comes from Uh, different lives, and we all cope with anger in a different way. Sometimes we repress it, and we're not even aware that we're angry. So there's so many different angles, and there's no blame, there's no fault, there's no criticism here. We're all in the same boat. We've all got these issues and these patterns we've taken on over eons of lives. So let's get started. Okay, so Alexandra and all the listeners, I ask that you... Relax, find, make yourself comfortable. You can be aware of what's going on around you, any little noises or um, issues that may be happening where you are, and that's okay, but I want you to begin to really focus on my voice and to follow along, utilizing that focus of attention. That is absolutely so important. The focus of attention is the way that we turn on the divine energies that we carry it is the turn on switch so we're going to begin simply by bringing that focus of attention to the forefront by using a simple technique of With our eyes closed, I recommend your eyes closed, especially if you're new at this, and to focus on the physical body, the arms and the legs, the hands and the feet, what position are they in, how do they feel, the contact points between your body and whatever you're sitting or lying on. And in this way, we're drawing in that mind's eye. It's a simple technique to bring us into this now moment. And this now moment is very important. It helps us to utilize a very deep, a very um, powerful healing space because these now moments aren't necessarily fleeting or little or small or or um, tiny or unreachable. They're very present. It's an energy field, and I want you all and you, Alexandra, to picture this energy field surrounding you, 360 degrees, and it because it's energy, we can... Expand it, and that's what we're going to do, and we're just going to take our mind's eye, that focus of attention, and ask for that now moment to expand further and further outside symbolically, outside the room you're in, the home you're in, the apartment you're in, the building you're in, the town you're in, the state you're in, and just expand it as big as it needs to go in order to include the totality of your past now, your present now, and your future now. Now, in this way, we are going to be ac- accessing the events, the experiences, the traumas, the dramas, the misunderstandings, and everything that we have gone through in the past nows and in the future nows, as well as our current now. This is a very, again, a very powerful place to do a healing from because we can do a much deeper healing in this way. I am also going to ask that we focus on that pure soul essence light that we all carry, every soul carries. It is that divine light that we all have from the originating source. Every single being, every single soul carries that divine light. We call it the pure soul essence, but there are many different terms out there for it. But I want you to understand that this light is everything that the originating source was, is, and is becoming. It is absolutely the powerhouse. It is our purest, most perfect, most potent point of power. But being divine in nature, it is unable to trespass in the free will world that we're in. We have to invite it in, and that's where the focus of attention comes into play. By focusing on it, we're saying, hey, I give you permission to come in and do the healing on me today. So I want everybody to focus on this light. There are a lot of different symbols you can use. If a symbol helps, you can use a spark of light or a flame of a candle. I like to use the symbol of the sun because the sun is so powerful. It's light, permeates the entire solar system. And it's the giver of life, creator of life. It's just a very powerful symbol that we can use. And therefore, I'd like all of us to think of the pure soul essence that we carry as if it is a sun within. That is as powerful as it is, and I ask that you, Alexandra, and all listeners to expand that light throughout the physical body and into our etheric bodies, keeping in mind that our beingness doesn't end at the skin, that we carry etheric bodies around us, energy bodies that carry every thought we ever had, every habit we've ever had every emotional blueprint, every emotional response we've ever had, not only in this life, but from every single life we've ever lived over eons of time. And therefore, this light is now permeating the energetic field that is part of our beingness. And we're going to expand the light even further The sun is going to become larger and larger, filling the space of the room you're in, the building you're in, and filling the eternal now moment. And we're just going to continue to expand the light until all of our lights, all the listeners, are going to be touching one another. So, Alexandra, your light is expanding simultaneous to mine as well as everyone else's, even the present and future listeners, and our lights are touching, they're joining us in one accord, and we're both being brought into a state of purity and perfection and connection, and the light is ready now for us to do the healing. However, we're going to also call in the totality of the conglomerate higher selves Your higher self and my higher self and the higher selves from all the listeners are joining with us today. And we are amalgamating with that conglomerate energy stream. Your higher self will be guiding the healing for me, Alexandra, and impressing me or giving me, sending me the symbols or the information that I come up with specifically for you. However, remember, listeners, use whatever I come up with, Alexandra, to, on yourself and go through the process of releasing and neutralizing. The We are also going to focus our attention on the originating source of all there is. We are connected 24-7 by a symbolic thread of light. By focusing on the amalgamation with that originating source, we are guaranteeing that we're bringing in the information and the energy at the very highest level that we can at this point in time. We always want to be working with the highest level of energy. This divine energy from the originating source, from the higher selves, and our own pure soul essence can never harm, it can never hurt. It is pure and perfect and always is working in our highest ideal, whether we know it or not. And... We can never use it to manipulate or to harm in any way. And this is uh, the key for us to be able to change the issues and the manifestations in our lives that are making us unhappy. So Alexandra, now I'm going to be focusing on you. And the issue at hand is relationships. And okay, this is an interesting symbol. I saw you immediately... It reminds me of me, but it's coming up for me, for you in a completely different way. I'm seeing you standing there with, and this is all just a symbol, okay? And you don't obviously do this on purpose. But across from you, facing you is kind of a, a male figure. It's not specific. And you have your hand out like that talk to the hand. I don't know if you know that silly thing that I don't know it was in some movie you know talk to the hand not to me it's it's a a stopping motion like you're stopping the guy from coming in or from moving toward you now I know because you're calling me specifically because you want the guy to move in uh, that this is not a conscious pattern on your on your part but it seems to be there it's it's it feels very cautionary to me. It's like don't come any closer. I need to check you out, kind of caution. And I like something came in immediately when I saw the symbol. And because it's the radio, I dead air. <laughs> I don't. I try to keep talking so there isn't too much dead air. But I kind of lost it right for a second. Okay, um, you've had patterns where guys. Um, Significant others have done you wrong, so to speak. They have either mistreated you or not been, uh, this is interesting, they've not been fully transparent. They have been, they hid things from you. They manipulated you. They said things they didn't truly mean. There has been a pattern of dishonesty. And you, because you've actually experienced it, there is a part of you that's distrusts, so because you've actually had it so I want to you to begin by simply letting go of distrust this doesn't mean that you're going to automatically knee-jerk reaction trust everyone that comes into your pattern people think that sometimes when we let go of distrust that we're, we're letting go of a protective in quotes Pattern and we don't really want to let that go. But honestly, the way it works is if you release the distrust, that's when you fully have choice. You can choose to trust or not to trust. You can choose to, and and you will become more discerning. It won't be a knee jerk reaction of automatically distrusting somebody. Now we're talking in your case, Alexandra. You're we're talking very clearly at the unconscious level. Um, but it is an issue, you want somebody honest, so at some point I think maybe you've experienced some dishonesty in this life, or lack of transparency, or lack of being totally open, people being open with you, and it's, it comes from this old pattern where you've literally, in the past, past lives, you have literally had these examples of people manipulating you, and I see it I want you to release it, okay? I want you to, before I go on, I want you to release all that distrust and all the trauma and the drama and the pain and, and the hurt that you experienced from these instances where you've been manipulated and uh, had people, you know, it's, it, they've spoken words of love to you and But they've had ulterior motives, I guess is the way to say it. This, there's this whole ulterior motive thing, and you've been severely hurt. There's a lot of pain and grief and sorrow, and I want you to release that, too, because it was so painful, you know. And there was this decision almost made on your part not to trust intimate love, not to trust uh people who spoke words of love to you, because what it meant, it meant down the line, you're going to be betrayed or hurt in some way or manipulated, or you would be a fool. There's, a, there's an essence where you don't want to be made a fool of anymore. So I want you to release all those experiences of being made a fool of, and there's a tremendous amount of shame. You know, You, you, you took on some self-blame here. You took on... How could I have been so stupid? Why couldn't I have seen it? Why did I believe? All of this kind of thing was present also. And so so the decision was made, well, since I'm so foolish, since I wasn't able to see, I just have to put the brakes on any intimate love because that is going to end up not working out for me. So I want you to release all those belief systems that you're too foolish, you're not smart enough, you're not good enough, you're not perceptive enough, you're not insightful enough, or whatever the words might be. and you can use your own words as I'm saying these things. Um, just whatever comes to mind, just let it go, let it go into your light, allowing these belief systems, allowing these decisions that you made back in different lifetimes ago. it's not relevant to this life. You know, a lot of those societies, I see one that you were in some sort of, I want to say, kind of a noble house. I don't know whether it was royal or just very uh, powerful nobility of some sort. I don't even know. I don't think it was even on this planet, but it was had that feel to it. And there were more than one suitors around trying to get your your commitment, and you were burned really badly in that that time. And oh, it, it, it just wasn't a good thing. You had more than one experience in that life with people hurting you. And um, there was particularly one person that was never really a suitor, but he was always your go-to person to um, to complain or to, not to complain, but to cry on the shoulder. There was somebody there that you always were crying on the shoulder, and he was there for you and supported you and cared for you and, and all of that, and but he was not an appropriate suitor for you. So there was this deep connection between the two of you, but it wasn't appropriate. It wasn't the right level. You know, if you were in this noble house, you had to be with some other noble guy. And there was just this kind of inequality going on. Um, But you have this really strong relationship, but in your mind, there's a separation between the appropriate suitor and the, deep friendship the deep connection the deep vulnerability and equality so in your mind too you have this conflict or this confusion about these two issues and they're kind of separate and I want you to release and everybody else any funny ideas that we come to that we can't be the best friend and have that equal supportive wonderful life with a significant other that we can have with a friend and you know this is a really good issue it's never come up for me but i'm going to release it too so i encourage all listeners to release it and i want you to just keep releasing it and actually that triggered something for you there is some stuff coming out from the heart because there was real heartache about it you really cared for this man i i can't say for sure that you were in love with them. I'm not getting whether you were or not. And this is symbolic mostly anyway. The way the higher selves do it for me is they give me a general type of life, but it often signifies many similar type of lives. And it could be in some life you could have had this close personal or relationship with someone else that you were actually in love with but in this particular life you weren't, I don't know. I'm not getting it one way or the other. But in somehow in your mind there's this old belief system, really old. You can't have it both in the same guy. So we want to release all those conflicting belief systems, okay? Whether it's this one or any conflicting belief systems that you can't have a... Love relationship, for example, with, there may be an experience, let me go into this, Like something else is coming up, wait a minute. There, this thing with the, the guys not having work and not being able to have the stability that you need for them to have, could be a part of this pattern where, I'm not getting it clearly, but I want you to release any and all beliefs, known and unknown, direct and indirect, that somehow, unless somebody is hurting or has a problem or is uh, reliant on you in some way, that that somehow those kind of men trigger off a feeling of love for you, a feeling of devotion from you, um, because... You have a very deep element of wanting to help others, and you are—you feel really good about yourself when you help others. When it comes to a equal, significant uh, a relationship of an equal with a significant other, um, it doesn't work so well. Uh, it doesn't work that well because then there's so much pressure on one party rather than the other and it can get discouraging and it can be really hard on any relationship no matter which party isn't carrying their part uh, and are um, not bringing in their own stability. So, I, but I want to release any belief systems that you might have, that you might carry, that, or any habits that you might carry that get triggered off where your love is tied and connected to your feeling uh, like you can help someone else like and your your joy and wanting to help, it triggers your heart you have a you have a very big heart, Alexandra, and it triggers your sensitivity and your empathy and your caring when somebody has issues when somebody is hurt or wounded or has issues in some way. And um, so that trigger pulls you in to perhaps a relationship that longer term doesn't really work because what you really want is that stable person and what we all want is that stable person. So I want to release, have you release uh, into the light all the patterns of The imbalance here, I'm not sure exactly how to say it, where the people we fall for are the wounded ones, are the hurt ones, are the unstable ones, are the ones that um, are reliant on us. And the imbalance of of the energy exchange that happens in a relationship like that, where we're the ones, or whoever, you and, and anybody else who has this pattern, Uh, are the ones to um, be giving a lot more than they receive. So there's also brings in the issues of being the giver, of feeling good about yourself because you're the giver. And somehow we've made peace with not receiving. So I want to have you release the idea that you don't deserve to, to receive, that you aren't good enough, that you aren't lovable enough, that you aren't, special enough whatever those belief systems that you might carry known and unknown whether they're conscious or not that Triggers off this need or this belief that if you don't do Constantly for somebody else they couldn't love you or they wouldn't love you and then the the Acceptance I want you to release the acceptance that we that that you carry and so many of us carry that it's okay If we just get 10% back, hey, we'll be happy. It's the whole viewpoint of, well, we're going to make lemonade out of lemons. So I want you to release that approach to life, that we're happy anyway, even if we get a little back because we're feeling good about ourselves, we're You know we're not miserable or depressed when we're not with someone and if we are with someone if we just get 10% hey that's 10% more than we got without anyone and so there's this acceptance here too and I want you to release all of that and it's just really painful I'm feeling a lot of pain here and as long as we feel like it's okay and believe that it's okay to receive just a little back that's the kind of person we're going to end up drawing in. So I want you to release Alexandra, all of that belief system. And again, I may not have said the perfect words, but whatever comes up for you, please throw that in the light too. Um, oh, there's just a lot of pain and sorrow here. I'm just, I want you to just keep releasing it because there's been so much. Oh, what's the term? Well, it's self-sacrifice, but that's not quite what I'm trying to get. There's been so much putting yourself second. And what I'm very excited to hear is when you said you wanted to be first with this person, the significant other. And so I want you to release the pattern of putting yourself second. I want you to release the pattern of being a lesser partner or being... The partner that does most of the giving or however you view it or see it or feel it or sense it because that acceptance of being the lesser partner is one we want. You, I want you to release and it's really you're doing a good job. It's coming out of that heart center um, quite a bit. I want to call in divine love and divine forgiveness and divine acceptance and divine understanding. And divine healing for all that pain that you felt all those those lifetimes. Okay. Um, I want to just tune in a little bit more. We don't have any other callers, so I can go a little deeper. Um, I hope it's okay timing-wise for you. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm switching gears now. So, okay, so I'm back to the symbol that I've seen you with a standing with a hand out, and you've you've put your arm down, but you still have kind of a like a like an energetic wall in front of you. So you you stop with that overt hand out, and um, but there's still this wall here, and the male figure is still a little shadowy to me. There's not; it's not strong enough to my liking. So that's why I want to keep working. So I want; I see this now. This sort of um, energetic shell. It's like, okay, you put the hand down, but you're still maintaining some sort of resistance and some sort of energy field that keeps the the guy out, and or pushes them off or is off-putting in some energetic way. It's not so overt as the handout, but it's there. And I want you to visualize again that sunlight that's so powerful that you're carrying. And I want you to begin just beating it, beating, seeing it beat like a heartbeat. And you're sending in beautiful, uh, loving feelings toward this wall and I want to call in divine understanding and put that in there and divine forgiveness because this wall has, is part of you. It has protected you in so many ways from hurt and from pain or allowed you to keep your standing, your status, and in some societies that's life or death. And I want you to pump to that just this heartbeat full of love, full of understanding, full of forgiveness and self-acceptance, and just pump it toward this wall and just see it slowly dissolving the wall, knowing in your heart that this wall is not required in this life because you're going through the self-healing, you're learning how to manifest more and more of your own positive Uh, life more balanced more harmonious and that this wall isn't necessary because you're you're not in those kind of situations that you were in those past lives that were very difficult so you don't need that wall and you don't need those old belief systems you love that part of you because it was there for you when you needed it and you accept it and you appreciate it but in this way and okay i'm starting to see it beginning to dissolve, it's beginning to dissolve, and wow, you're doing a good job on this one, and I'm beginning to see the light starting to penetrate, and as it begins to penetrate that wall, I'm seeing the figure of the man become more solidified, so to speak. It's more than just this general uh, foggy outline it feels more real to me it feels more um, like there is someone there that is going to be what you want him to be and so what I'm going to do okay let's just keep pumping it's really this wall is dissolving and with that I felt the wall fall away and your light now has reached this figure full on and it's embraced the figure and of course it's just a symbol so um, it just means that at the soul level you have at some you have accepted bringing in the significant other now I want to I want to um, fill the significant other with I I want to say golden light golden light is the masculine principle and I want to fill it with the golden light and it's filled. And I want to connect the two of you. I want to activate the rainbow bridge energy and I want to connect the two of you and have the flow. It's going to connect your, I'm going on without explaining, it's connecting both his symbolic chakras and with the originating source and your chakras with the originating source and now we're going to create the bridge between your two chakras and I'm going to start to flow the the divine connection divine love divine equality divine communication divine support uh, divine perfect relationship hey let's go for the, the the total package here and I just want to have that energy flowing um, in that way and it feels really good to me I want to just watch it for just a second here and again I don't know who this man is it's a symbol so um, it there may you know I don't know if it's going to happen in, in a week or a year or what but, but what I like about it and it's something you can reinforce in your mind if you listen to the show again you can reinforce it And I do actually am watching him. It's as if it's becoming more lifelike now rather than, you know, just statuesque with gold light. I feel an energetic feel. I feel a lifelike kind of uh, male figure. So um, I'm hopeful that that signifies that it's going to be sooner rather than later. Again, I can't predict. I'm not that kind of, Um, I don't have that kind of ability at all, although maybe one day as I keep working on myself. But I'm feeling really good. I'm calling in divine serenity, divine love for you um, with the proper self-love and the proper self-acceptance and the proper self-forgiveness. And... um, Again, I want to call in divine balance and harmony and divine understanding and divine healing, emotional healing especially. You had a lot of emotional pain from these lifetimes. It was very, very difficult for you. And I guess that's about it that's coming up for the moment. So I'm going to put your mic back on. And I, are you there? Uh, yes, yes, thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Um, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. You have any questions about anything or,
0: um, I just want to say thank you um you were right on the spot. It explains a lot oh, okay, good, yeah, it explains a lot now. It's just like crystal clear about the relationship and why this was happening and when you were saying to release stuff, I felt like I'm stepping out of the pressure tank. Like I'm stepping, you know, step backward. Like I'm stepping out for some reason, like backward. It's like a metal, metal, like submarine not, or like, something. like, like a, pressure. a
1: Yeah, out of like a suit of armor or something. And you're
0: yeah. Stepping yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good,
1: good symbol. I, I sometimes see suit of armors for for myself or for clients, and and
0: it's wonderful when you can let those go. They're so darn heavy. Oh my God, yes, it's like heavy, heavy. It's like and pressure inside of those, um, you know, in that tank. I was like, oh my God, I start breathing. Thank you. Oh,
1: well, you're so <laughs> Thank welcome. You so much. And, and I tell you, you know, so many of these touch on my own patterns. So it was great, you know, because even though I don't focus on myself, the way the whole thing is set up, we're all releasing. And I am, too, even though I don't ever look at myself. I'm always focused on the client. But I kept thinking, oh, this is, I got this, too. Oh, I must have this, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so, so grateful.
1: Oh, I'm so glad you called, Alexandra. Please email me, you know, any time, questions or are you missing work because
0: you've called in? I'm sorry. Have are you missing no, no, work? No I'm No, no, I'm at my lunch. I'm at my lunch. Oh, I just okay. I would like to send an email and ask you for a buddy. I don't oh, know how this works. Yeah, okay. because I'm in Atlanta. I don't know people in Atlanta who do this, but maybe on the phone. I would love to do that because <laughs> Or Skype, I will try very hard to get
1: you a buddy. I haven't been talking about it lately, so I don't have anybody right off the bat. But when when I hang up from you or when I put you back on the mic, I will talk mm-hmm. about the buddy thing. And maybe we can get somebody to call in. Because do you use Skype? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, Skype is a great way to do the buddy thing. You know, so mm-hmm. and this way you can you can literally have a buddy from anywhere um, around the
0: world. So, okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. you, Thank you.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and put your mic back on. We actually have another, I have another caller with another question. So, but I'm going to talk about the buddy thing and do write me Janet at janetrichmond.com, and remind me about the buddy thing. And hopefully I'll find someone for you. Mm
0: -hmm. Thank you. Bye. -bye.
1: All right. Bye. Okay, um, I see I, Robin has called in with a question. I'll get to you in a second, Robin. I just want to mention the buddy thing because I don't know, I can't remember if I've mentioned it in this new show or not. I certainly talked about it in my o- old shows. Having a buddy is absolutely fabulous because you have someone that you set up a time with and you work together to do the neutralizing. and. If you, it just helps because not only do you have double the energy working, you have somebody else having their own patterns that you, just like with the pattern for Alexandra, I thought, oh, I must have that too. And so that's what happens. So even when there's a, your buddy has a pattern, you'll be releasing it and vice versa. Plus, you have someone who might see. An issue or a pattern that you are are just, you know, we can't see the forest for the trees and they are able to pick up the forest because they're not so hung up with the trees. So it's, I can't tell you the major leaps I've done have been with working with other people. I work on myself all the time and I can't and would never say I don't do major work on myself because I do. But the buddy thing keeps you going the buddy thing adds another point of view it's just so helpful you know we all two brains are better than one the and you set aside the time whether you're going to get together personally or you're going to do it over skype or over the phone and it's just wonderful and you get so close and so intimate in a way with your buddy you know so much about each other and you have that person to go to with issues or problems or patterns. And it's, it's, it's just wonderful. I've made such close dear friends by doing the buddy system with people that we didn't, you know, I didn't start out at all close. Some were literally strangers. So I encourage you to call in or write in Janet at janetrichmond.com. Let me know if you want a buddy. Alexandra would love one. And she's already been doing the work. And so if you're new, she'll help, help you through it. She'll um, give you some pointers because she's already experienced it. Of course, I'm always available to anyone. So if you want to email me you, at Janet at JanetRichmond.com and you have questions or you and your buddy are both beginners and you have questions, email me. I'm just an email away. So please, anybody, call in. I want to get Alexandra a buddy because she's already experienced a tremendous shift doing the work on her own, and but she knows for me that having the buddy adds just a whole other layer of help. It's just fabulous. Okay, so now I'm going to my next caller. This is great, Robin. I'm putting you. Hi, Robin. Hi, <laughs> Hi Janet. <clears throat> I just want to tell my listeners that are new that you've called in several times. You take advantage of the free healings that I now call you, kind of my honorary co-host.
2: <laughs> so welcome again. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I don't always uh, uh, get a chance or, or am, am uh, in a space where I can call in, but usually... <laughs> And, well, um, I know, and
1: there's no pressure. There's no pressure at all. If I hadn't had another caller, I have plenty of material I was going to talk about to
2: right. share. No, I know. So, I know you. Oh, yeah. you do. Um, and, uh, and in fact, I was feeling kind of um, um, just sort of out of it this morning, but I tuned in to listen. And um, hearing Alexandra's healing and call and issues kind of um, focused me because what I've been um, thinking about recently and, and having a lot of, of feelings about is, is uh, our, our relationships, also, and, and uh, one relationship in particular, which is um, you know a little a little uh, frightening for me to to get into and to deal with, because it is it 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 has to do with my feelings of confusion about it. So. But it's just interesting that she brought up relationships because that's what's been on my mind, too. So, it's, and, it's, you know, it's, it's relationships
1: little, are, anyway, I was just gonna yeah. say relationships are so, per, you know, issues are so pervasive for all of us. And that's, you know, it, it'd be interesting to find someone who says, oh, my relationships are all perfect, you know? <laughs> so, <Yeah>. go ahead. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and just uh, so many, you know, the, a lot of the issues and things you talked about with Alexandra um, uh, triggered, uh, you know, thoughts and feelings and things pertaining to me. Okay. So, okay. So, um, so I've been lately uh, confused about my feelings about my husband. Okay. And. Um, uh. He, you know, he he is he's a really good stable. It's funny because with Alexander, you're talking about wanting the the stable kind of good provider, good friend. And and my husband and I are really good friends. We have a deep friendship and respect for each other. He's a man of a lot of integrity. He's a very stable. He's a good provider and um and you know we just we just care deeply about each other we're extremely different in a lot of ways and um when we first got together i i you know i was very needy um and i think some of the issues that that help to bring us together have changed a lot over the years, and and in particular in the last couple of years, and um, in fact, some of the changes that I've made in the last couple of years, I was almost a little afraid to make, because I was afraid it would change the dynamic of our relationship, and... um, I see that happening a little bit and it's confusing to me and and what the issue is is that I um I'm I'm very spiritual. I'm I'm very spiritually oriented and I'm very interested and in, and involved in this whole, you know, soul evolution and for example the work that you do and um meditation and I I'm interested and in, I I get attracted to all of the you know um, new age teachers and teachings and and i have i have i it, it's it's just i'm i'm a seeker at heart i'm a spiritual seeker at heart and my husband is not he is not he's 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 a great he's a good stable person but he's not interested in spirituality or um you know, spiritual seeking, soul evolution, meditation. He's just a very practical, down-to-earth, in the physical body, in the physical plane kind of person. And, um, you know, because it's such a strong part of me, I get kind of disappointed, I guess, lately. I've been feeling that I can't really relate to him on that level. I can't, we can't connect. On that level, and and there's like a certain, and I, I I get confused about it because on the one hand I feel like I don't, you know, I I want to, I don't know if I should share some feelings with him about feeling disappointed that we can't, I can't we can't connect on this level, you know, on the one hand I feel like I want to ex- be able to openly express myself, on the other hand I have I don't feel like I have a a right to want him to be different any different than he is you know i respect that he has his his soul path and and evolution and i have mine and i don't know if um i'm questioning whether there's more that i i want or need or should go after in a relationship or if i have everything that I need to learn the lessons that I need in this lifetime right now and here with him. Um, okay. I, I, that, so that's my that's my dilemma. That's my confusion. And now well, I, I just feel uh, blocked in terms of expression. You know, I want it to be open about my expression, but then I don't feel I have a right to bring up things that I'm critical or Feeling disappointed about in him,
1: right? Well, let me let me give you some feedback. Um, first of all, there's several couples that I work with a wife. She they're all seekers and searchers and involved in this work, and the husbands are not. Now, in one couple, the husband now, the she's after working on herself and. Feeling better and easier about expressing herself, she began to talk to her husband about that disconnection that they have, that, that somehow they weren't fully connected, weren't fully communicating on some of the levels that were important to her. And he's, she was able, because she'd worked on her own stuff, to come across saying, I care about a relationship, I love you, but this is something I'd like to work on. So he didn't hear it as a complaint or a criticism, mm-hmm. and slowly, he's really started to come around, and I've had a couple of sessions with him, and um, that his wife encouraged, <laughs> but, now I'm not saying that anybody has to have sessions with me, but I'm just trying to show you the, how it has evolved, now right. he's asking himself, because he sees that there's more he wants with his wife. Now, there's another couple that, that I work with, the wife, and the husband, who's also very, very practical, just like your husband and just such a solid, wonderful friend, he's not getting involved with the work like that first guy, but he's uh-huh. much becoming much more open to her sharing at that heart level, and he feels free to say, I can't fully understand, I can't fully empathize, or I can't fully get what you're saying, but I see how important it is and here's my little bit of idea about it and he'll she'll he'll offer something. But she feels listened to, she feels cared about and so it's slowly for her it's it's really enabling her to be in a relationship where they're two very different people without having him have to be exactly like she is.
2: So, right.
1: So, I think if you want to do some work today, what we could do is work on your own discouragement and disappointment and confusion because no matter what it is, we're not going to be the same. Now, the other element here is that everybody has their own timing. And whether it's a significant partner, I, I may have told the story on this show where I had a a client who uh, somebody came to my meetup groups and he got totally involved in the work. He totally turned his life around. He's so happy. And He kept saying to his mom, "Oh, you have to read Janet's book." And she, it just kind of, he thought he kind of saw it go on all these tables all around the house. You know, it was like she'd pick it up and say, "Okay, I'm going to go over here and read," and then she never did. Like three years later, she had this very intense emotional issue, and she picked up the book, and it completely turned her life around. So everybody has their own timing, uh, whether it's my book or just Becoming the Seeker and the Searcher. So he may, your husband may, in a year or five or ten, he may actively become more involved you remember that you're going to be role modeling for him the changes that you go through so Mm
2: -hmm.
1: so and and slowly you're going to feel more comfortable expressing because i hear you you don't want to come out and be critical of him you don't want to find fault and you know that's so sweet and wonderful, and it's who you are, but sometimes it's hard for us when we're frustrated and discouraged. Um, so do you want me to work on that for you? Um,
2: possibly. Uh, you know, I think in, in listening to your feedback, I think the, the issue for me, that one of the difficult issues for me, that when it comes to communicating my feelings with my husband or people in general, um, but in in this case with my husband especially, it's very it's very pronounced with him. That you know, with all the changes I'm going through in this last year, one one of the things I'm I'm learning, and especially through the work I'm doing with you, is that I I I need to take responsibility for all the feelings and all the things that show up in my life that i need to take responsibility for my own feelings and for all the things that show up in my life and um, so what i'm i I'm, I'm seeing that i'm i'm needing to learn to get more comfortable with expressing myself and communicating in this case with my husband from a place of like you were saying with your, with the first example, that how she was able to talk to her husband about her feeling of disconnection without making him feel criticized or judged, so to speak, that she was taking responsibility for her own feelings and just sharing that. And when I, when I, when I have managed to come from that place, um, it goes very very well the communication it's just getting to that place it's it's like a whole i don't know it's getting to that place it's like a whole new learning for me to to take that degree of responsibility to really feel it to embrace it and um and be able to come from that space in Dealing with another person, and with in dealing with my persons, uh, in dealing with my feelings and communicating that to another person. So that's an issue. I don't know exactly how we would work well, on that, but well, first of all, is that something we could work on?
1: Absolutely. First of all, we're not going to get it right out of the gate. Okay, this particular yeah. person that was able to has been working on this four or five years, and she okay. has. She has been able to release so much of those misunderstandings and blinders and is able to live so well out of that place of taking responsibility for her feelings and not attacking somebody and criticizing them. So she's been working hard on it. So this is <laughs> so yes, it isn't something that happens overnight, Robin. Right. I you know what? You're going to have to turn down the radio because I'm getting the feedback.
2: Okay, let me turn down my phone. I just have it. I just have the phone on 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 speakerphone. Uh,
0: okay. Uh,
1: okay. So, so so the fact that you're just even aware of that it's difficult is is like ninety percent of it. You know, that you understand the concept and you saying, hey, this is hard. And the reason it's hard is because this idea is fairly new. Blame is part of the human condition. That's what we do. We, We learn it from the breast. And, you know, being um, as a baby at the breast, uh, at our mom's breast, we learn about blame. We hear everybody blaming and we get blamed. And we've been like that in every life. So that's why it's difficult because we're so used to blaming others. And the idea that if if we're manifesting something in our lives because of something we carry, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's relatively new on the planet. (laughs) So... So it's, you know, you're, you're trying to deal with so many habits, so many knee-jerk reactions of immediately blaming somebody else if we're unhappy about something. So, um, yeah, we can work on that for sure. We can work on all those belief systems, all the difficulties of, of expressing, um, the difficulties of, of fully um, connecting with our own self-responsibility and see what's under there because I'm just talking generally, but we all, we all have so many of those knee-jerk reactions and it is difficult and it just, it just takes some, excuse me, some time.
2: Right. Connecting with our own self-responsibility. That, that's, that is, that's, that's it. That's the key issue. Yeah. And, and, well, and, and, and then being able to express oneself from that place. Yeah. Of, of self responsibility, but still being able to express and, and, you know, there's a lot of, yeah, it brings up a lot of fear and, you know, because you're expressing something really true to you, but, you know, But yeah, like like you're saying, you don't want it to come across as a judgment or or criticism or blaming. But yeah, it's it is. You're right. It's very hard. And I know I've been I've been aware of this idea for a long time. But I never even for a long time never seriously thought that I could even. You know, I, I wasn't ready to try to make it manifest in my in my life in my being. And now I'm finding that it is the key of what I need to do in my life is just to, you know, to learn to really do this, to connect with my own self-responsibility and express from that place.
1: Well, I have to say that you're kind of blowing my mind at this moment. (laughs) (laughs) Really, Robin, it's fantastic. It is so key. And by moving into that self-responsibility because nobody can make our life right for us. That's that's so key. Only we can. And until we kind of get that, you know, I'm uh-huh. still
2: hearing the feedback. Anyway. Uh, I, let's see. Let me try something. Okay. Uh, now I took it off speakerphone. Is that any better?
1: Yes. Maybe that is better. Okay. Let's try okay. that. Okay. Okay. You can put okay. it back on speaker when I do the healing, if you like. Oh, okay. That's, yes, so that you sounds have perfect. Hold it. Yeah, because I'll have uh-huh. you on. Yeah. Right. Okay, but, yeah, that that's the the idea. We could wait till the cows come home for somebody else to fix it for us. And nobody can trespass us. Nobody can make it right for us. We're the only ones that have that, that, that are enabled. We have that pure soul essence light, and that's our power, and that's what can shift our life, as you know. And so once you move fully into that understanding of self-responsibility, then it's, like, so motivating to get going, you know.
2: Yeah, and I think I could make this right with my with my husband and my feelings about it. I mean, I sense just talking to you that, you know, uh, if, if, if I could just uh, – broach this topic with him, you know, I would feel a tremendous relief and not, you know, like and that there there that we probably could resolve, come to some place. I mean I'm not sure but, but I see hope, you know. I, so there anyway is lot,
1: there is a lot of hope. And also, you know, you can you can say to him up front, I really want to talk to you about something and share a lot about what I'm going through and but the first thing I have to talk about is how difficult you know your new sense of self-responsibility and that you want to live out of that place and if you you know you can explain even that
2: right right that this is really you know it's hard for me to share about something so so important to me
1: So we're going to work on expression, too, because I do feel fear under there and um, issues because you've probably been shut off at the pass or discounted or turned away or something, hurt even. Um, Anyway, we should start the healing because I'm starting to get things because you have expressed, which is pretty common when we've spoken out Uh for different reasons. We've been, you know. That kind of thing. So we want to work on that, too. So, yeah, let's get started because I, okay. I want to make sure we have time. Okay?
2: Okay. All, all right. Good. Thank you.
1: Oh, you're welcome. I'm going to go ahead and put you on mute and get started. Remember, listeners, that everybody can work on this same issue because it's hard for all of us to express to people we care about. We don't want to hurt them. We don't want to find fault um, mm-hmm we maybe were confused about a lot of things and there's things that we hold deep in our hearts that we don't share. And so let's work on it for everybody. Okay. Now we went through a big amalgamation at the moment and I'm going to very quickly bring us back into the forever. Now Uh, I see Robin, you are your light is expanding as is mine. Your symbolic sunlight We're focusing now on the pure soul essence and having it expand. I want everyone to be aware that this pure soul essence light expands 365 degrees around us. It even goes down into the planet, and it brings that divine light into the planetary system. There are life forms, minerals, plants, and animals that exist there, and the light helps all of those souls. Believe it or not, they partake of the light. It brings in healing and perfection and purity and balance and harmony into the planet Earth as well. And so we're expanding those lights. And Robin and I are joined in one accord. We are amalgamated with the conglomerate higher selves, hers and mine, and any other higher selves that are going to join with us today. And we're also amalgamating with the originating source of all there is, allowing the energies, the information, the purity and the perfection to move in through and around our life pattern at the very highest level that we can utilize and manifest in our lives at this moment. We are going to use that focus of attention to move into a space that I did not bring into the prior healing, but I'd like to bring into now. And this is the space between belief and disbelief. This is the neutral space. Every belief we carry, every judgment, every criticism, every, everything that we believe is a cap. It creates a limiter. It creates a boundary past which we don't go. So to bring the healing into a very um, high level of efficiency, and for some reason this became necessary in the healing for Robin, the Higher South are encouraging me to use this. And my sense of it is, um, first of all, I will just go on to explain that that neutral space between belief and disbelief, enables us to work despite what we believe to and to help us neutralize those beliefs. It's like an eye of a hurricane. That eye is just as much of a hurricane, as a part of a hurricane, as the winds that are flowing around it. But that eye is calm, and it's not caught up in all those winds. When we stand in the center of neutrality between belief and disbelief, between right and wrong, between good and bad, between up and down, truth and untruth, we are part of our beingness, but we are not being affected by those beliefs. And this is very important because we can work at a much higher level. We're not continually capped or limited by the beliefs as we do the healings. Okay. This is important because... There's a belief system that I'm picking up right away with um, you, Robin, that, and I want you to begin uh, to, well, first of all, you're standing in this beautiful light in this neutral space, and I want you to begin to release into that light these belief systems that you have that it's so difficult, that it's so hard that you don't know if you can possibly do it. it are you capable? The self-doubt that comes up, the self, um, you know, questioning the self. Are you able to even do it because it's been so difficult? And uh, it's almost this choking feeling that I'm getting. And I want you to release that choking feeling, that fear of expression, that Um, you moved away from self-expression eons ago. This is dealing with something very, very deep. Very, very deep. You were almost, quote-unquote, trained or conditioned that you had to hold in your voice, your opinion, your viewpoint, because it was a matter of life and death a lot of times. It was a matter of... The only way you were going to get certain things, the only way you would find someone to help you with things, the only way you could get food, the only way your family was safe. I mean, there are so many different reasons, and you are very well conditioned for a good reason, because you were in position, you had experiences that you needed to hold back, to, quote, dim the light, to um, become small to commit to being something less than you were because it was had value in those other lives. It had value, but it became so entrenched, it became part of who you are. And what I love is that you're even in touch with the whole issue now because I feel so strongly that you're ready to let this go. It's as if part of you, part of the reason that you brought yourself into this life pattern, part of the reason you connected with my work and other work that you're, you're doing with other new age people is to finally get to the bottom of this and move out of the constriction because it's feeling so constricted. It's so. So it's just binding. It's almost as if you have mummy wrappings around you. It's, it's I don't know how to explain it, but it's, it's painful even to even think about it because it's so conditioned. So we're going to have to release here. First of all, let's release the conditioning, all the trauma, all the drama, all the experiences known and unknown that you had that started this process and then further entrenched it and further entrenched it and further entrenched it and we're not going to get every single life but I want you to release the fear behind it because there's just tremendous there's a deep well of fear here fear because in these lives you did experience real problems pain, suffering, uh, imprisonment, starvation, exile you you. You absolutely experienced real pain and real suffering. So I want the pain of the suffering, the agony, the sadness, the grief, the loss, the hurt, the um, and then all the fear that it's going to happen again, worrying, when's the next shoe going to drop? And then all of the, the conditioning, that, all the decision-making where there was a decision, okay, I'm going to shut up or I'm just going to be in the background. I'm going to be the wallflower. I'm going to be the fly in the wall. I'm not going to move into my own light because this means certain death or certain pain or certain something. And so I want you to release all of that belief system that just, oh, it's almost like, I want to say, cement It's such a foundation of your whole beingness, your whole energetic field. And I'm like really kind of blown away that you were able to discern so much of what you were able to discern because it's so much a part of you. It's almost so automatic that you might not even question it. It's something that, that the higher self call a solidified truth where the belief system becomes so deep and so entrenched and so quote unquote solid that we don't even question it. We don't even look at it. So I want to say right up front, congratulations for looking at it, for seeing it, for discerning it, for becoming aware of it. And now I want to really work on releasing this cement. Now, what i want you to do is i want you to create just a million billion jackhammers symbolic jackhammers of light and they're all turned on and they're all working to crack the cement just like somebody would hold a gigantic jackhammer to um dig up a old dry cement driveway that's going to be replaced or a foundation i want you to see all these and just tons of flakes and tons of debris are flying off into your light and are being neutralized and you're doing a great job i'm already seeing this cement foundation in quotes again it's just a symbol beginning to get smaller and smaller it's like there's this really big determination on your part to get rid of it Is there fear here? Yes. And simultaneously, I want you to release the fear because there's a part of you that is very afraid. You don't know how it's going to be without this pattern. You don't know how it's going to be. You don't know what's going to happen when you open your mouth and express yourself. And it is scary because you're so used to dimming that light, to making yourself small, not speaking. And so I want you to release all of that pattern, all of that fear. There's that meanwhile, the light is still working on that cement wall. Um, the relationship with your husband is quite solid. I'm getting a very good sense of your relationship with your husband. And once you release this fear, which is really old, it's based on the old, um, it's going to, I want you to release all the lack of confidence, all the confusion too, because there's confusion. You've dimmed your light so long. You've dimmed your voice. You've held in and not expressed for so long, there's a confusion, too, about exactly how to do it. How do you start? Where do you begin? It's like you haven't had the much practical experience in doing it. So there's this learning curve that you feel, rightly so, that you would have to go through, and you don't know really what's the first step. So I want to release that have you release that fear that fear and confusion because the first step you don't have to know all the steps and we get confused about that we see the end goal and it becomes overwhelming because we don't know what all the in-between steps are between where we start and where we finish and so it feels like we're walking over a chasm between the start. And the end goal on the other side of the chasm with no support, no idea where we're going. And what I want to encourage you is to release that feeling of being overwhelmed, That re- release that feeling that you have to have it perfect out of the gate, release the belief that you have to know all the answers before you even begin, and understand that anything takes is step by step. Anything takes practice. So, but what I'm seeing with your situation with your husband, in fact, I'm seeing him symbolically standing beside you. And there is going to be more support from him than you probably foresee or could imagine. And if you make a misstep, in your mind, a misstep, I don't see it tearing you apart. I don't see it um, creating a gigantic wedge between you. There's, there's going to be times where, you know, you're, you have a bar up way high and how you want to have that discussion and you're going to feel like you really messed up and you didn't get to that bar. But I want you to understand that your husband doesn't know where that bar is. He doesn't know what you were trying to do. He doesn't know that you feel like in some ways you failed or you didn't do as well as you could have. He takes what you say and what you do exactly for what it is because that's all he knows. So I want you to release the fear of failure, the fear of disappointing yourself, all the disappointment and the discouragement that you have in general, and then the fear of discouraging or disappointing him or in some way screwing up that fear of failure that that feel that feeling that you're flawed and that you just aren't going to be able to do it that you're just not going to get it right i want you to release all of those belief systems and i'm just watching them fly into that light it's just fantastic it's just they're flying into the light you're doing a great job um I also want you to release ideas and belief systems that the that the relationship with your husband that you have to connect on every single level you, you I think you know intellectually that that's not necessarily re- a requirement for a strong relationship, but sometimes even if we know that we go there and the he sounds like and he feels like this person even though he's very practical and down to earth and may not become a seeker and searcher anytime soon it doesn't mean he won't respect your journey and it doesn't mean that you can't find someone else to share that part of your journey with and i encourage you maybe to and i'm not ending the healing quite yet but i just am spitting out here that maybe you consider having a buddy with Alexandra, um, being a buddy with Alexandra, because this—if we have someone to share those really deep things that what we're learning and what we're becoming and how we're changing and shifting and seeing differently and all of that—it's—it can fill some of that need to connect on those levels. So I encourage you to think about a buddy. Um, But I'm not finished with the healing yet. That just popped into my mind um, at that moment. So I spoke it out. But in any case, I want to get back to this situation. Um, The fear of speaking out is also acting as an actual barrier between you and your husband simply because he picks up at some subliminal level not to go there with you because you are feeling a resistance for all those good reasons we already talked about of going there with him. So I want you to release consciously any resistance you have of sharing it with him. And again, more fear is coming up, more trepidation, more uh, worry and concern the whole thing that because you're going through some changes and the dynamics of the relationship are changing that maybe this is means you know doom and gloom so I want you to release any any fears around that because it's very common that that people say oh well we broke up or we divorced or whatever because I was changing and my husband or wife was not but it doesn't mean that you can't change your own dynamic and not and that you have to it's not an either or and that you have to end up losing that relationship or divorcing or walking away it's about the respect and the acceptance of each other for each other and allowing each of us to be our own independent self-fulfilled individuals And then sharing and respecting the the differences and and sharing, uh, you know, all the commonalities and uh, sharing whatever of the differences. I mean, your husband may be absolutely fascinated with boxing and you can't, you just don't care for it at all. But it doesn't mean you're not happy for him when he gets to watch an exciting boxing match. It's that kind of thing. We're allowed to be different. And it doesn't mean that changing and shifting of one party has to mean that that relationship will no longer work. So I want you to release all of those belief systems, known and unknown, anything around those ideas that um, there's a, a feelings of isolation here. There's feelings of isolation coming up. And um, I want you to release all these feelings of isolation. It's almost as if you've had examples, you've lived through lives where you've been with a mate, but you're almost like there's been almost no communication between the two of you. You've been isolated and you didn't feel supported. You didn't feel cared about in some way. And so there is part part of you that I think is, still carry some of that, that sense of isolation, that sense of being alone, that sense that you're not fully connected. And I'm not picking up specifics. I'm. It's interesting, I have a vision of you as being the, as you were also female in that life, and I see you as being kind of the powerhouse. It feels old, it feels like maybe a farming kind of thing, or something rural, And the husband is just basically the strong, silent type is what I could say, or how I could sort of describe it. And he went about his life and you went around yours, about yours, but there was very little connection. And your two, what you did was so different, but it was both very essential But there was no sharing of the ups and downs. There was no real communication in this particular picture that I'm getting. And it's probably symbolic of more than one life. And you felt, interestingly enough, you felt like you were the powerhouse in the relationship. However, without your husband, that life would never have worked. You couldn't have existed without him. But somehow you felt like you were holding together together the the homestead so to speak and so there's this disappointment there was a disappointment and discouragement and feelings of really deep isolation you had a very you had a lot of tough times and you weren't able to share it with your husband and he was just so locked up himself and the two of you were were not connected in that way and I think some of what's coming up for you now is the old, that old pattern coming back, um, being triggered off because now you're in a position where you want more connection, you want more sharing, and it didn't work in that particular life or any, I mean, or several lives. I'm sure there was more than one. So let's release all of that, the experience, the feeling of isolation, the feeling of loneliness. You felt very lonely in that life. It was like you slept in the same bed, but you might as well there was so little interaction between the two of you other than the practical stuff. And they're, they're really, it was really sad. It was really sad actually for both of you. He um, just closed down um, in that, or the male or the, it wasn't necessarily your husband, although it could have been, but I I just want you to release that and all the belief that that's, that's going to happen again. The idea that that's, that's the way relationships are. And you also had to hold in in that life because he made it really clear he didn't want to share and express for whatever reason, and it's not important what his feelings were. But that was also a life that fed in to this binding yourself kind of thing. And meanwhile, I am seeing those symbolic binds, or what do you call them, <laughs> uh, like the wraps around the d- dummy. I'm seeing them falling away. I'm seeing... And, and, and they're white they're not black they 're white, and that says to me symbolically that they they weren't a bunch of negative things; it was just a a belief system and a way to stay safe, a way to get through the lives as best you could. It was a coping style, a coping mechanism. And so they're falling away. It's like they're unraveling. And I see you stepping out. (laughs) Very pretty picture. You're stepping out and you're reaching back for your husband. And he's moving up with you, moving forward. And I do feel I do feel a change in the dynamics, and I do feel your your own change is going to affect him. I don't know exactly how it's going to manifest or how soon, but the more you work on this pattern, the better and i'm i or not the better, but you will manifest shifts just like the a uh, couple of the other couples that I've worked with have their situation with their husbands has really started to shift and So I want to call in divine expression and divine freedom. And I see you taking a deep breath symbolically. It's like you're able to let go of the shackles and the ties and those belief systems, and they're still flying out. And there was a lot of pain involved, as always, with this kind of thing. So I'm having you release that pain. Um, A lot of stuff is coming out of the heart center, the chest. Throat, even the mouth, I'm releasing all. Having you release, um, I'm seeing you release all the, a lot of patterns out of the mouth. All the, not all, but a, a lot of the fears and the limited truth, the false beliefs. Just allow them to flow out of the throat, out of the mouth. Watching, and I'm seeing an opening in the chest. The chest is like opening. I see deep breath. It's, it's, it, I want to call in divine freedom and divine unfoldment, um, divine, um, divine opening, divine possibilities, and divine opportunities. And I just see you it, it, it's, it, there's the relief here that you're letting, some, letting this go. Now, whether it's all of it, I don't know, but you're really letting it go a lot. Wow. And of course, we always call in, or I try to remember every time to call in the divine forgiveness so that you can forgive yourself for not meeting that bar each and every time, and that you forgive yourself for all the self-criticism and all the quote-unquote flaws that you think you have. I want to call in divine insight, divine understanding, so that you can move more quickly into understanding the shifting and the change in dynamics and the divine um, expanded perception So that you'll see the shifts and the changes, not as necessarily a bad thing, but you're going to see a higher viewpoint and uh, move into that expansion um, more easily and with much understanding and, of course, the divine love. The divine love, I want it to permeate the totality of your beingness, moving into the symbolic spaces left empty with all that you released, and also to move in, in through and around the totality of your beingness, carrying that purity and that incredibly powerful healing energy that it is to every cell, every particle, every part of your beingness, both physically and spirit-wise. I feel like you took a big weight off your shoulders. I'm going to put you back on the mic. Um, I would I would get off the uh, speaker phone.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, I'm off the speaker phone. Okay, cool. Ooh,
1: wow.
2: Huh. Oh, that was powerful. That was very oh, that, powerful. Yeah, I <laughs> felt I felt that very very strongly and you know like in the beginning um when you, I was already seeing the jackhammers <laughs> and then oh, you said good. that word. Yeah, so that was really good. I had to release this. I have to release, there's a feeling like I am not, you know, able to to do this work, that I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. I, I can't, uh, you know, that I'm not, good enough to experience the light and the power and the higher selves and you know there I had to I have to release I had to release a lot of that to get into it and I did you know and again that gets to the fear and and just that that I you know so I I did release that and I was able to get the healing more strongly you know um,
1: Good. And, and, and this, this is so great that you came up with your own thing, whether I said it or not, and then you went with it. That's what I'm trying to explain to the listeners. That I'm not going to say every little thing. It's a short healing and all of that. But you were an active participant, and you really did it on your own. And yay! Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I am trying to. Lo- I am trying to use this, you know, imagination. The idea of. Imagining and and using symbols and you know this whole thing is is relatively new for me. I, I come more from a tradition of meditation where I would just sort of try to blink out, you know. And and I yeah. but I love yep. these symbols are very powerful and it's little by little. I I don't have them that strong yet, but I'm starting to get the feeling for how to do it and use them and it's it it i love it i love it
1: they, they are great and the higher selves um give them to us because you know we're so used to being able to touch see and feel here that it's hard just to work with energy in general but if you work with a symbol it really helps us move into the process hmm. of course it's the energy behind the symbol but it just helps so much doesn't it
2: <laughs> oh, it does. It really yeah. does. It really does. And I do feel I did feel I feel a tremendous amount of release. I feel the path, you know, a, a clearing in terms of being able to approach my husband more more uh readily, more confidently and you know, just uh I see I, fe- I definitely feel there was a big release of a lot of of fear and trepidation and, you know, like you said, needing to, you know, do it right. I kept one of the things that was coming to me was just start where you're at, just, you know, start yes, good. where you're at. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. you know,
1: even if you can't, you don't feel comfortable yet, even though you did a big, big release, you know, again, there's no rule that now you have to go do it. You know, if you right, feel right. like listening to this, the show again and doing a healing again or doing it on your own time again, go right ahead. Do it a few times if you need. It's, again, there's no rules here. There's no right and wrong. And you take that step when you're ready. I feel like yeah. there's going to come a time where you almost blurt something out because you're going to be ready and it might even come out when you're not thinking, oh, I'm going to do it now.
2: Right, right, and I already feel just from the session that there there has been a certain amount of healing that that occurred oh, already that there's like a more openness a more connectedness between us i i i just I sense that already. Yeah, there was. It was just. There was a very powerful healing. Thank, thank you so
1: much. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, you're welcome. And I'm just so glad you call in and take advantage of it. It's just wonderful, and all the listeners get the benefit too. I did throw in that thing about being a buddy for Alexandra. Um, Alexandra is still on the phone and there's no pressure here for either one of you but why don't you email me you don't even have to say it on the air just email me and let me know so that um, okay. there's no awkwardness and uh, Janet at janetrichmond.com. and um, so that's that's a good thing <laughs> um, yeah. but if it doesn't yeah. with you it doesn't mean that I won't hear from somebody else and um, we'll try to get whoever is interested in having a buddy. I'm telling you, it's it's a good thing. Anyway, uh, I don't want to put you on the spot because I did just blurb
2: it out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll I'll, I'll email you. I I mean, I I, I like that idea. I just want to think about that, and and then I'm going to email you uh, my thoughts about it. All right, you got it. Okay, all right, and and thank you for your healing with Alexandra too. I I I found that very helpful, and uh, I find it it's interesting how you know like even when I first started tuned into the show, I was feeling kind of icky and disconnected. But as I just open up to the light and the energies, then little by little I start feeling feeling it more. So it reminds me that during my day or whenever i'm feeling icky that you just have to i just have to take the first step and start doing it and even if it takes a little while of uh, 10 minutes or whatever to start feeling it 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 will come as i keep my my focus my focus uh focused my concentration Absolutely, yeah.
1: yeah, just amalgamating um, with those divine energies is fabulous, and the more we do it, the more we start to feel it, and if we don't have time to do any kind of neutralizing or anything, no biggie, we just amalgamate, and it just, you know, sometimes you're about to step into a, a meeting, and it's you have a lot of pressure on you, or there's stress, just amalgamate before you walk in, and it really eases all of the, that, yeah. I just gave Example, but I use it a lot of times. So thank you for bringing it up, and I'm uh-huh. I'm glad you got such a good healing today. I'm really glad, Robert. Oh,
2: thank you, thank you. I I really did. Thank you so much, Janet.
1: Appreciate oh, you're you. welcome.
2: Appreciate you're welcome. you and your work so much.
1: Oh well, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, I thank all the people that partake and 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 because it helps
2: everybody else.
1: So. But I'm going to stick you on mute now, okay?
2: Okay, thank you. All right. Okay,
1: guys. Um, Our time is winding down. We have six more minutes. So I'm going to just say thank you to all the listeners, uh, whether you're archived. Thank you, Alexandra and Robin, both for calling in. And I will uh, get back to both of you about the whole buddy thing. And I encourage other listeners to contact me if you are interested in having a buddy, because who knows, I could get three or four people who contact me and I'd be able to set you up right away. It's just a wonderful thing. If you don't have people you know who are interested right in your area that are already friends or family, the the buddy system with a stranger, you're you're going to end up being really close to that person, and you're going to. It's going to be great. And if you happen to find a buddy that doesn't really work for you, there's no harm, no foul. You just say, you know, this buddy thing isn't really working and contact me and I will try to find you a different one. If, if for some reason you're not getting along with that person, although, um, I mean, you never know, but you're not locked into anything. That's one of the key things. I'm going to be the middleman. And so if there's some sort of conflict or issue or problem, um, Certainly, you can work on it. <laughs> you can work on neutralizing any issue or problem that you have with your buddy. That's a good opportunity because it will help with all issues and conflicts in your life. But if it's just unresolvable or you want to try somebody else, you know, we'll work on that. So I encourage, encourage everybody to write in. Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Ultra if you want a healing, of course. Meanwhile, have a wonderful week and I'll see you. Uh, the 28th I believe it is the next Wednesday and I appreciate again all of you calling in or contacting me or listening to the show thank you bye bye thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice visit Janet's website at JanetRichman.com
0: to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book choices, neutralizing your negative thoughts and emotional blueprints.